0: Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Self. Very glad you're with us. We have a very exciting and interesting and important show coming up. The show is sponsored by the International College of Ministry, a Holy Spirit-filled seminary, the International College of Ministry. We're enrolling right now at icmcollege.org. That is icmcollege.org. If you're called to the ministry and you have not finished your equipping, ICM is the college for you. So today this show is going to be a very exciting show, a very serious show about that spirit of Jezebel. And so I have a very interesting guest today, Dr. Steve Whitman. And without any further ado, let's get into the show. Hello, welcome to Self Talk. So today I'm very excited to have of special guest, my best friend, Dr. Steve Whitman. Hey, Steve, glad you're here today.
1: Hello to everyone.
0: Uh, let me introduce Steve to you a little bit. I mean, I call him Steve. He's known as Dr. Whitman. Steve is the, um, first off, he's an amazing Christian. He's a, an author. He's an artist. He's the IT director of the International College of Ministry. Uh, he's a veteran of the Air Force. And, um, actually a former nuclear missile programmer for the Air Force, very intelligent guy, Holy Spirit-filled guy, uh, an amazing friend, and wrote a very important book called Unchained and Undercover. Unchained and Undercover. That's by Dr. Steve Whitman. It's available on Amazon.com. You should check it out. But you know, last week I was talking about and began to talk about the spirit of Jezebel attacking pastors. Well, to me, Steve might be the resident expert about this topic in your book, Steve. you have a chapter uh about the spirit of jezebel, and I know, and you know we've talked about it a lot. we're in the central Florida area, and numerous head heads of churches have fallen into sexual immorality, have ruined their lives, ruined their families, caused all kinds of problems, hurt the church, hurt the body of Christ and even now we, we just saw another case just maybe a couple of weeks ago but in your book you talk about this and i just kind of wanted you to to share what what is the spirit of jezebel and why should we be concerned about it what's jezebel doing
1: well revelation is really clear on this is that uh, jesus says that the spirit of jezebel leads by bond servants into committing acts of immorality and when we see um, all of these pastors that have fallen, at some point along the way, they have this common thread of acts of immorality. Now, I, I think I have, a, the whole, I have a whole chapter in the Unchained Undercover, and it, it, it details um, a lot of what's happened. In fact, I, was, I received a, um, a little bit of caution when I was writing this, because a lot of times the church doesn't look like to look at the dirt. It likes to sweep it underneath the carpet. But if we don't understand how this spirit operates, and therefore can and recognize it when it's present, that she's going to keep um, uh, taking out the leadership in the church. And I use the word she, or I use the pronoun she, simply because it's a a female name, and that's not to imply that there's a gender in the spirit. Do you, now, do there, the question: Do
0: you think we're taking this too lightly? The spirit's there, the spirit's attacking, but the church is overlooking it or not aware of it.
1: Jezebel has this way of very kind of operating in a clandestine way. She attacks, uh, and, and I've used this metaphor before. It's sort of like a mosquito bite in the mind. And, and, and you'll find this, this uh, description in, in the book on Channel Undercover. Uh, you know how you, let's say you're out camping. And there are some mosquitoes around. Well, you might just brush them away, brush them away. But one, you know, it lands on you, and you can't. But you're busy, so you don't really notice it. And then next thing you know, you turn around, and there's that mosquito. Its abdomen is bloated. It's full of blood, and mm. it's too late. It's already got you. Now that's kind of the way that Jezebel works. It's um, it um, it'll get you before you really realize it it starts off with a like just a little temptation a little tickle uh it'll grow a little bit more it'll come back later then it'll be nothing it'll come back more and before you know it is it is grown into a full-fledged um uh, stronghold
0: and so jesus said again in the book of revelation that and i kind of want to go back to that because this is what we're talking about revelation 220 let's read it nevertheless I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality
1: and sexual immorality is at the heart of the issue so one of the fastest ways to recognize the fact that you're dealing with the Jezebel spirit I mean look some of the examples I put into the book are just phenomenal you have this pastor from central Florida and he booked a flight to New York he went into a high-rise hotel room um, uh, called call girls and drug dealers and fill, and and overdosed in the hotel room, surrounded by by call girls and and cocaine. Do you really think that he woke up one morning and said, "You know what? I think today I'm just going to throw it all away. I'm going to destroy my ministry. I'm going to hurt the people. I'm going to and do all this stuff." Um, no, that that that's the that's the fruit of the Jezebel spirit at work. Yeah, and I, I think.
0: I think that's a really good point because the spirit's active, the spirit's attacking. Uh, the leaders are not aware of it until maybe it's, it's too late. And then we see the havoc and we see the, the wreckage and we go, what happened? How could this happen? You know, how, how could this take place? But underneath it all, we have Jezebel doing her work.
1: Doing her work. So I Unchained Undercover is... Um... Uh, one of the required courses at ICM and I also have opportunities to teach the course in other places. A few months ago uh, I was asked to teach the uh, the whole course at a local church and everybody was very eager and enthusiastic to receive the teaching but I noticed something is that once the teaching was over it's kind of like okay we've we've put this behind us and we've moved forward and now we're ready for something new but the reality is that you can't just take Jezebel and put it behind you. Jezebel is an ongoing, continuous threat that looks to target the leadership in the church. And, and case in point is that just a few weeks ago, uh, another pastor uh, in, the, in the central Florida area was arrested. Um, without going into detail, he, the, the headlines of the, the news report says that Florida pastor exposed himself at Starbucks in Kissimmee, and apparently he was um, uh, committing uh, lewd and lascivious acts in public, in, in, in view of the public. Um, again, you just don't have a pastor. This is what wakes up one morning and says, You know what? I think I'm going go to do this destroy my life, I'm going to get labeled as a sexual predator, I'm going to be well, get myself locked up, thrown in jail, I'm going to destroy the ministry, I'm not going to do these things today. You don't have that happen. There has to be some other compelling, overwhelming, um, controlling spirit that drives someone to do that. And that's the Jezebel spirit. And don't misunderstand the Jezebel spirit. The Jezebel spirit uses cunningness and intelligence and Uh, uh, temptation uh, to gain the upper hand to gain control to drive a church leader to destruction that's her game plan and you know Paul
0: warned us in Corinthians that we should not be ignorant of Satan's schemes and Jezebel is something that we should be aware of and maybe perhaps what you're saying is if we were more aware and more discerning about this spirit and we went into spiritual warfare sooner and and protect our church leaders, this this stuff wouldn't happen. Now, I know, you know, just because it's a demon doesn't excuse them because, you know, they had to cooperate with the demon. But I guarantee you the temptation was obviously very strong for these guys or they wouldn't have done it. And so you can remove that influencer, you know, Jezebel. You can get rid of Jezebel.
1: Well, you know, uh, uh, it's real common to see a reluctance to study the uh, the ways of the enemy. But God's word is really clear is that we should not be ignorant of the schemes of the enemy. And also, Hosea tells us that God's people um, are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And so we have to have the knowledge of the things that God has de- determined to be important. Jezebel is a directly addressed in the scriptures, which is, is kind of rare because there's only a very few Um, spirits in the entire Bible that are identified by name and Jezebel is one of them.
0: That's interesting. And Jesus identified this spirit. Correct. Himself. And I I was just thinking about the ministry of Christ. In his three year ministry, he never avoided demons. He dealt with demons. Now he, he wasn't focused on them, but when he was around anything demonic, he took care of the problem. And so I think there's a problem. And it's like the old expression, there's an elephant in the living room and we need to get to get this elephant out of the living room. And too many churches are, are falling. And too many churches are being hurt by these fallen pastors. And I think if, if I were the devil and if I wanted to hurt the body of Christ, I would go after the pastor, go after the church leader, embarrass him, humiliate him, discredit him so I could somehow hurt that church.
1: Absolutely. And that's just a game plan uh, that the Jezebel spirit uses, for example, one of the churches that I went to, and I did detail this in the Unchained Undercover. Uh, the pastor uh, was having a three four, for three or four years. It was having an affair with uh, uh, an extramarital affair with uh, one of the administrators in the church, and he was he keeping this hidden, you know. And and right there is an open door for Jezebel. Eventually, it came out. But it wasn't just he that was hurt. I mean, his whole family was hurt. His, his, his wife was hurt. The entire church was just devastated. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of people that were injured and wounded because of the acts of Jezebel on that one pastor. And, if, and then we have another um, church in the Central Florida area. We have a, a young uh, pastor that, again, was uh, driven into an extramarital affair and was so... His, his situation was involved more than just the spirit of Jezebel this was a whole cluster what they call a grouping of spirits he had there was the spirit of accusation the spirit of um, uh, condemnation the spirit of illegitimacy the Jezebel spirit the, the twisting uh, Leviathan spirit and the spirit of depression and the spirit of suicide and collectively they put together this hit squad and went after this one pastor, and they not only not only drove him, uh, destroyed, drove him to com- to into these uh, this ongoing extramarital affair, but all of the other spirits drove him to confess it, um, and then uh, drove him eventually to commit suicide. So they literally took out the leadership of the church and dro- destroyed the entire church. And Reed really was in there, and that that was a. a collective way that the enemy targets the leadership
0: the apostle paul told us that uh, we battle not against flesh and blood and so we see the devastating effects of jezebel i mean and it's a horrible it's horrible i mean these these cases you're talking about made the newspaper and i remember the orlando sentinel one of these cases was headlines in the newspaper so not only did hurt the church hurt hurt the family hurt his friends, but it also hurt the reputation of Christianity and the reputation of the church. So the problem is serious. But what what would you advise as a typical average churchgoer who, what, what should we do as Christians? What should our response be? Okay, we've identified a demonic attack against pastors.
1: Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Well, as a, as a churchgoer, you should be keeping the leadership of your church in prayer. But to be truthful and faithful with God's word and God's direction. We should be uh, protected through the armor of God. And I detail that in the Unchained Undercover book. Um, we we tend to think of the armor of God as something that's there. But we don't actually take into consideration that God's instructions is a command to put it on. He literally says pick up the armor and put it on and it's it's not a request but yet far too many don't really understand that and don't practice it and leave themselves open and vulnerable to these spiritual attacks
0: and you know that's a subject for another show but i really uh it's fascinating when you're listening to the show folks uh dr whitman actually actually spiritually puts on the armor of god and actually taught me how to do it walk me through it one time about putting on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. And uh, it, it's really interesting. But we are commanded to put on the armor of God to protect us. So that's one thing we can do to combat this. And I know also um, we're told to submit in the book of James, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So we are commanded uh, to resist the devil, which is Jezebel.
1: That's c- correct. Um I mean, chain yeah, Undercover has a has a guide in there that will help those that are unfamiliar with the process. And what, I, what I like to
0: tell my, my students and, uh, is that we're in a spiritual battle whether we want to be or not. So you need to know how to fight the battle. You need to understand your authority. You need to understand the Word of God. You need to understand your delegated authority that these signs will follow those that believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. And so we not only... We have a responsibility and a delegated authority to cast out demons. But one, th- one gift that you have that I think sort of separates you, and it's a gift that we should all pray for, is the gift of discernment. Because basically what you're doing here, even in this show, is you're using the gift of discernment that the Holy Spirit has given you, and you're discerning the Spirit. And I think that's a gift that we all need, because once you discern a Spirit, it's much easier to cast it out.
1: Well, that's true, but I found over the years is that um, you know, spiritual gifts tend to manifest differently in different people. Yeah. Um, you know, God gives you uh, a spiritual gift to, to use, uh, you know, to serve the body of Christ. But the way that it operates in you may be entirely unique to you. Um, one of the ways that you know, Doctor Self just said, the spirit. I mean, uh, discernment, the gift of discernment. But what I kind of experience is something that's a little bit closer to um, Elisha back in the book of Kings. Um, it, that was the uh, the scene where the, the servant is in a panic and he wakes up and sees the, the city surrounded. And notice the, the calm reaction of Elisha. He just goes, oh, this servant, what are we going to do with him? Oh, Lord, just open his eyes so we can see. You know, and, and his attitude was i see the spirit realm so well so clearly all the time that was his gift that it was common and normal commonplace for him and his attitude towards it was there's nothing to worry about and lord just opened his eyes so but what we see with him is the the way that that gift of discernment manifested in him is that he was able to see into the spirit realm and to a little bit of a degree that's kind of how i experienced the the um uh the gift of discernment uh, and so it just works in me the way God wanted it to work in me for what he's called me to do well and and I know
0: you, the gift is very strong in you and of course the Bible tells us to earnestly desire spiritual gifts so the gift of discernment will help you but one interesting thing about gifting is if you do not have that gift that's why other people have it that's why in the body of Christ we have various gifts that are distributed to different people, you know, all for the benefit. So maybe you're not discerning the Spirit, but, you, but there's other people who are. And so you can kind of lean on them. And, um, but I think the thing that's really obvious here is that it's obviously a demonic problem. It's obviously a demonic attack upon the church. And we have a responsibility to resist this attack, to take authority over this attack, to pray to pray and also take authority and pray protection over our pastors. And I want, and if, if you're a pastor or church leader listening to me, sexual temptation is rampant among church leaders. And the devil knows that sexual temptation is a really easy way to take down a pastor. And so be aware of that. Be aware if you're a church leader. Be aware. I've not ever met a pastor who's honest, who will not say he has not been tempted in this area i know a lot of people are but i think especially pastors and church leaders and jezebel loves to, to manifest this temptation and to, to destroy and ruin the reputation of a pastor and hurt the body of christ so any final words of encouragement maybe to our listeners steve
1: and I mean um jesus said i give you power and authority over servants and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you everything that you need to be victorious has already been provided all you need to do is to reach out in faith and receive it
0: oh that's a good word that's a good word so heavenly father i thank you for each person listening today father thank you that uh that we can reach out in faith and receive everything we need father to to combat this evil spirit of jezebel that's been upon our churches and attacking our church pastors and church leaders, Father. And, Lord, I thank you you've given us authority. I thank you you've given us power. I thank you, Father, you've given us your wisdom and your gifts. So touch each person listening, Father. And if this spirit is attacking them, Father, we stand with them, Father, to resist this spirit and command it to stop in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus. You know, Steve, as we get ready to close, um, I know there's so much to spiritual warfare that we could get into. Uh, But basically, it is a battle. But um, I think summarizing, Jezebel has just been making headlines and causing a lot of problems, not only in central Florida, but all over over the country. And so it's time to say no to Jezebel and stop it.
1: Say no. Yeah, agreed.
0: Steve, this has been great having you. Again, this is Dr. Steve Whitman. And he spells Whitman, W I T T M A N N. And his book is Unchained and Undercover on Amazon.com. And usually I give out his cell phone number for 24 hour service. <laughs> <laughs> it's our standard joke. But anyway, we love you much. Thank you for listening. <music> Thanks for listening to today's show. Um, self-talk with my special guest, Dr. Steve Whitman. Don't forget to order his book, Unchained and Undercover. Also, I have a very special offer for you. My course of the month—it's an ICM course called Counseling Victims to Freedom. It's a six-lesson course that covers a lot of very serious counseling topics. This is available to you on our website, which is icmcollege.org/self-talk. On our website. All you have to do is click the link. It's it's the $35 donation to our scholarship fund, and you will have in your possession a download to this course. It's called Counseling Victims to Freedom. If you want to go deeper with Holy Spirit-filled counseling and deal with some serious issues, we're making this course available to you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This is Dr. Ray Self, and God bless you.